Today on Radio Italiana. The Me Too movement comes to Italy and is promptly kicked out. Is Italy the land of sexism? Coming up on the Italian radio show. Allora più piano e nessuno sentirà Il nostro amore lo viviamo io e te Nessuno sa la verità Nel cielo che ci guarda da lassù Insieme a te io resterò Amore mio sempre così Allora più piano e vieni più vicino a me Io sentirò neanche tu adentro folks and welcome to West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian radio show right here on the ABC News and Talk Radio Network out of the beautiful Palm Springs KMET Studios in Southern California. I'm your host, Tony Lestella, with my lovely co-host from Vincenza, Italy, Marcia, Marcia. Hey, Marcia hey. Caputo. There you go. All right, you know. Hello, ciao a tutti. I like that. I like to say my name. Yeah, I like it. Say it again. Say it again. And there she is. Marzia Caputo. Bada bing, bada boom. All right, there you go. Well, you know, this is good, Marzia, because our whole program today is on sexism in Italy. Right. And, of course, here on this radio, we're equal partners, you know. Right. You know, in fact, you know, everybody's afraid of you because you're an Italian woman. And, you know, if anybody has any, you know, common sense at all, they know to be afraid of Italian women. So, you know. We we, we 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 must say that you uh you 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 reign as our queen here so right I'm now our, I'm an angel okay there you, there you go you're 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 a spritzer, all right folks you're listening to us of course here on KMET in Southern California AM or FM, uh but you might be picking this up around the United States we have many affiliate stations all across the country, and of course we can be heard. Uh, anywhere in the world, if you stream our show every Monday by going to our website at wcir.biz, wcir.biz, and it's right there where you will find us uh, at the top of the page of our website. Just hit that little button. You can stream the show live, or you can listen to us in archive. And as soon as we're done with the day show, of course, it goes right into archive, and it's there uh, forever, basically. Um, along with all of our other shows for the past seven years. So just remember the acronym for West Coast Italian Radio, WCIR.biz. Uh, go to the website. We had a great after-hours show there as well, which we'll tell you a little more about here as we progress through today's program. Um, but, you know, today's theme is, uh, as we said in our tag, it's about Italian sexism. Um, you know, it, it, is Italian still a sexist company, a, a country, a sexist country where, uh, you know, and uh, there's a lot of debates on this. Now, Mar Marcia is going to tell you one story. Um, I'm going to tell you another just simply because I've been getting all these uh, news bits from people all over and from what I personally observed as well. But starting right in with our news on this topic, on a positive note here, Marcia, this is kind of taking your side of the argument, okay? Okay. Like it's that. the first time in history that the Italians have assigned a female ambassador to Washington, D.C. Her name is Marlangela Zappla, 
and um, which is pretty cool, I think. You know, um, of course, we have out here a, a an Italian consul. Uh, 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 oh, let's say right the name, Mariangela Zappia. Anyway, say it again, Mariangela, Mariangela. Zappia. Okay, mm-hmm. um, she is the ambassador of the United States. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's, it's really, really cool that they have done that. And, of course, out here, as I was saying to you, Marcia, in, uh, in the state of, 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 well, in many of the West Coast states, uh, California, we have, of course, a consulate general down in um, San Francisco. But then we have Elisabetta, who is um, kind of the vice consul who handles oh, a number of states yeah. out here. She's up in Seattle and um, real nice gal. So it looks like there's parts of the Italian government that are trying at least to come into the 21st century. But I know that there is a lot of, uh, prog- uh, there's a lot of problems with uh, there still being a lot of sexism in the country. Okay, you've got to tell me the name, who said that. <laughs> well, so here's, I tell you, let's, let's get right into this then, uh, since we start right here with our Italian news. Okay, So this comes to us from... A news blog, it says Progress and Problems, uh, and this is by a lady, Julia Cripps, okay, and she starts out with saying, what's the Italian national sport? Uh, the chief inspector of Florence was quizzed, okay, now this is the chief inspector, of, I don't know, inspector of what, police inspector, anyway, chief inspector of Florence, uh, he was asked, was it soccer? No. Was it rugby? No. He said, it's women, and he, of course, he laughed. Uh, he says, the people in Florence, the men in Florence, like to live up to their reputation as being the Italian stallions. And, um, you know, uh, women in that town are never safe from catcalls of, hey, Bella, um, the car honks, propositions. Of course, many of them get pinched on their butts when they walk by. Uh, and dozens of hungry, staring, hungry eyes that cause car collisions. So... This is something by one of the main guys in Florence, Italy. In a Florence, I mean, that's a northern country where, I, I mean, a northern city of, uh, of Italy where you would think right. much more progressive. It's even worse, I guess, when you get down south like to Rome, uh, to Naples and the southern areas. They can be, they're very, very sexist down there. But it says uh, a lot of times the women, they're, they're not getting equal pay. Um, and, you know... Um, but some of this, I got to tell you, the, the women bring on themselves. It's just a curious thing. So what's your feed on this? Well, my feed is this. First, I don't think it's sexy when you talk about some men hunk or make compliment to you or, okay, the pinch of butt. This is a little bit, you know, too much. That is different than we talk about complimenting. We grow up with this, when men make compliment to women, and that's how they are in Italy. They talk to you, they yell at you if you're beautiful, and that's why you see a lot of confidence women down there. Because that's how we grow up. So we don't want to change that. If you don't like something, Italian women, they're pretty strong to turn around and say, back off. We have no problem to do that. You know what I mean? Um, well, that's true. But of course, here in the United States, this whole Me Too movement. Look, you got, got, you got Governor Cuomo right now that they're about ready to kick out of New York because of, you know, of him being a sexist and all this. But, you know, your oh, argument right. here is the very same thing that they allow them to do, you know, and, and, and is, okay. is okay in Italy. We cannot change Italy. I don't want to change Italy because, honestly, here in the States, I'm not happy what's happening. What's happening is the girls go out and guys that are scared to talk to, to the girls because they're scared to be sued for sex harassment. I don't want that. This is ridiculous. You have to have a limit. 
So what we have in Italy is fine because we can talk back, we can put the guys, and the guys get scared when a girl, a woman yells back. You know why? Because we talk about all the time about this. The Italian is a mama boy, right? Right, so we, right exactly, exactly. Okay, guess what? Because it's a mama boy, that's scary even for the female. A woman is more boss. It's the boss of the guy in the end. They say what they wish to have, but in the end... What the wife say or decide, we win, you know, because that. Also, you remember, in Italy, too, you, you even got, what, what, what was her name there? Um, the, 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 the one in government, she used to be like a porn star. She was oh. a famous Italian porn star. Now she's like one of the people who's one of the. Lina, now I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, she's like, like one, 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 one of the Italian ministers in the government there. You it know? was a so. political man. His name is, um, what is what's his name? Panella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comments about we have all those different politicians. We just need a porn star here. And Papa the Womb, she came along and she opened her club. News. Like I said, that begs the question. That then begs the question because what you're saying basically is all the stuff that in this country, you know, I mean, like I say, they're getting ready to kick Governor Cuomo out of office because of him, you know, uh, coming out to a lot of the girls there in his office, women in his office. But this stuff in Italy is everyday occurrence. I mean, you know, go off, I mean, I can't imagine, I cannot imagine that, that it would be okay for the governor of California, for instance, I'm just going to pick on the governor of California, okay. go up into pinch to pinch a pretty girl in the butt. Okay? Well, it's not okay. Don't get me wrong. In Italy, they would just laugh about it. It wouldn't be a big Well, it's not that the girl, like I said, if it happened in Italy, like it happened to me. I remember I used to bike when I was 15, and some guys with the car just passed by and pinched my butt. I remember that. Um, you defend yourself. You don't have to go, I'm going to go sue you because, you, oh, for God's sake, nothing else happened. Get over it. Just turn around, slap him, say something, and walk away. Done. Make it more elegant. You don't have to make it this big thing. Well, now, I'm just saying, so the Me Too movement, then really, what, what applies here does not apply there. So I don't know. Question, you think the Italian the question, culture. Are the Italians overly just callous about it, or are the Americans too overly sensitive about it? No, it, I love, like I say, when other times, Italy, I go for that. Because I do like, I have to be honest, like every woman, even a guy, I think they like to hear a, a girl make a compliment or, come on, we cannot take it off those. Now, like I say, you can defend yourself. You're going to find in Italy, too, some people pinch your butt do things. Defend. We never have a problem to speak up. And trust me, a lot of times they say sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. So that's it. Done. You know, simple as that. But apart from that, there is a certain, uh, and I'm reading more, a little more in this article here, a superficial aspect of, of the darker side of Italian culture where um, they're saying that you, there's, there's an overemphasis put on uh, a women, women's appearance. Like, you know, women who are very attractive and stuff, they give them uh, an overemphasis on that and a, and a less emphasis on on women of intelligence who have, uh, you know, intelligence or education if they're not attractive. So it's a really thing about uh, they wanting the women to be attractive in Italy. They, they, they hold that so much, we much look, higher esteem than intelligence. We're really looking, uh, we are really ice people. We like to look 
who look good. That's one thing. Like we don't think like it's good. I mean, maybe it could happen. I don't say nothing wrong, but there are people like maybe they're not as smart because they're good looking. It doesn't mean that. I'm not right, smart. Right, That's right. not at all. That's what it is. Now, like I say, it's how you talk back, how you present yourself. That's it. You fix the problem like every problem. So not like that. It's because how we present ourselves, we can look like less intelligent or something. I think it's ignorance, don't you think? Well, yeah, I, I get but I, get, I think there's maybe happy medium. I do think mm. that here in this country and in America, they're overly sensitive. Now, I mean, everybody's jumping on the bandwagon. If you look at a woman the wrong way, she, they want to sue you. Whereas right. in Italy, you know, there's still, I mean, and we recovered some of this in our recent news story where they still have honor killings. Uh, there's honor killings like if uh, if a man catches his wife uh, 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 cheating or something and he kills his wife, a lot of times he still gets off. They don't they don't prosecute him. Um, where women get raped in Italy and stuff, and a lot of times, you know, the police and the prosecutor they don't take the crime serious. So there is a there is a certain no, they do, they do, because I have I grew up there. They do now. I don't. I didn't grow up down south. I didn't grow up in the Florence. I don't know, but where I grew up, I did have some friends as parents that happened and they got, they paid off. They did. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, they do. It's just like I say, it's uh, what we don't take where we do our um, Italian culture, how we are. We are people that we like, we like to help or do things more in the family. We put ourselves woman, maybe less to look like a job future kind of things, you know what I mean, like a career. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to take a quick break here and listen to our sponsor, and we'll talk some more about this as we go through the rest of the show, okay? okay. Uh, because it is an ongoing debate. There's both sides of this issue. Folks, don't go away. We'll be right back with much more West Coast Italian Radio after this word from our sponsor on the ABC News & Talk Radio Network here at KMET in Palm Springs. Dici e parto a Dio, ta lontane da stu core, da sta terra dell'amore. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. The owner of a local liquor store told me to forget the flavors, so I make only vodka-flavored vodka, smooth and gluten-free. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. This is Tony Lastello with the Italian Radio Show. Every day, 20 veterans take their own lives. That's 20 too many. You need help? Want to end veteran suicide? Go to SaveVetLives.org to learn more. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find the store near you. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Oh, 
We're going to take a 10-second break to allow our affiliate stations across the country to give you their station identification. You're listening to West Coast Italian Radio. Broadcasting at KMET 1490 in Palm Springs, part of the ABC News and Talk radio network. So now you know, Marcy, it's time for our food segment, uh, and uh, this is brought to us by our great sponsor, Tito's Handmade Vodka out of Austin, Texas. We love Tito's. They support so many great events across the country for kids, veterans, animals, all kinds of charities, as well as they are really great with the Italian community. So, um, Marcy, you have a special recipe here, a pasta salad. Mm -hmm. I love pasta salad. Tell us about this. Well, like I say, you can make it all how you want it to be. I mean, not kidding. With pasta salad, so much fun. Look what you have in the fridge or in the home. Just use it and, and do it. It's really simple. Now, I find this one. So, oh, no, let me try that way. This is really good. It's like, you know, you could get, cook the pasta. Right, I, right, right. Take it out. Let it cool off to get cold. And then you can start adding, like, uh, I look at here, green olives. I didn't know that. They probably took off the peach, but they have green olives in the salad. Black olives, there was like a um, cherry tomato, right. and uh, you can put some uh, steamed broccoli inside too. Look at it's beautiful. How I never tried this way. Usually I do completely different too. Right. So, and uh, the other things that I like a lot that you can put like a cheese instead to use mozzarella like I used to. People using goat goat cheese. You know, I've had a number of different great pasta salads. Great pasta salads with different types of cheeses. One of my favorites of all time, uh, and I haven't had this for years, was was a pasta salad made with blue uh, blue cheese. Okay, blue cheese, yeah. Blue cheese crumbles in it, um, and it was really amazingly good. It was so good, you know. Uh, it's one of my favorite dishes. I think is pasta salad to have in the summertime. Right, because you can choose a cheese. You can use mozzarella, you can blue cheese, you can do, have fun with that. That's what I say, have fun. Some people even put tuna inside, you know, some, uh, I can't. Right, right. Is there a certain pasta that you would prefer to use for a pasta salad? I mean, there's a lot of different ones I've seen used. Always short pasta. Spaghetti doesn't do a good yeah, salad. Short pasta, you can have rotini, you can have the penne, you can have... Uh, yeah. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Also, short pasta, I think, is the best. Mm-hmm. And I always finish with a nice oil extra virgin on top. It's always perfect. Very, very uh, good. That's, that's what I say. Now it's summertime. We still, it's the best plate you can have for the summer. Not something hot. And have all the vegetables inside, too. Why not do a pasta salad? Well, so. I'm looking forward to having one when I come to your house, okay? Okay. I'll bring the liquor. You make the pasta salad. There we go. No problemo. <laughs> and folks, here's your food segment for the day, brought to you by Tito's Handmade Vodka. So now getting back to our theme, uh, Marzia, you know, of uh, Italian sexism, the fact that the Me Too movement that is so prevalent here in the United States simply would not fly in Italy because, you know, both the men and women already accept all this sexist behavior. Um, you know, it's uh, just differences of culture. I thought it would be kind of fun today to do um, the, uh, some Italian phrases associated with this topic. So let's start with uh, a conversation you put together between 
the men, between a man and a woman, right? Okay. Eh. So oh. the, the man would say what? Ciao. Tu credi nella parità dei sessi, vero? So he says, hi. Do you believe in equality of the sexes, don't you? And she says, Sì. Yes. And then he replies, Bene, allora provaci tu con me per una volta. Well, then try it with me for once. Quite <laughs> <laughs> that's a good pickup line. Well, then try it with uh-huh. me. I have to remember that one, okay? All right. But like I say, this is totally good, not, not going to fly in America. So this is just for the record here. We're not taking sides. We're not saying what's right or wrong. We're just saying it's different, okay? Right. All right. So here's something that the, the, the man would say in Italy. Go ahead. This is reality. That's what I say about sex is that we don't have re- Well, like probably some people are. I don't say all of them are equal. But okay. here is a proof what could happen. Okay. So, io sono il capo famiglia. E dico a mia moglie cosa fare. Lei mi ignora e poi finisco a dormire sul divano. Which basically means, I'm the man in charge of my family. I tell my wife what to do. She ignores me and makes me sleep on the couch. That's what it could happen, all right? That's what happens in America, too, to tell, to tell you the truth, you know? So there's so, some things that carry over to both cultures. Yeah, exactly. And see one, this one, too, is exactly what it could happen. All right, here it is. Number three. Io porto i pantaloni in questa casa, ma sfortunatamente mia moglie me li fa stirare e tutto il resto dei panni. Which basically means, I wear the pants in my house. Unfortunately, my wife makes me iron those pants in all of her laundry. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Uh, and, you know, it's wonderful that we get to do our, uh, our annual thing here, our community service, our weekly community service, I should say, our weekly community service, helping the Italian sexes and the people across <laughs> the country with their marital, you know, unities, mm-hmm. help them with their marital problems, giving them Bye. marital advice. So That's right. You're welcome. Big winners in many families. There you go, folks, your Italian phrases of the day. Thank you, Marzia. All right, so Marzia, not to be outdone, not to be outdone, okay? I had to, you know, do this. I just had to do because, you know, a lot of women, um, especially when it comes to uh, in Italy, um, they're, they're as much participating in this whole thing as are the men. I mean, you know, they're part of the whole thing with the flirting and the guy. It's this game they play, right? I right. mean, I even remember I have a friend here from America who went to um, Italy, and she was upset. She, when she got back, she told me she was upset because she didn't get her butt pinched, okay? <laughs> I, mean, you know, I like her. <laughs> I know. It's, so, you know, a lot of times, I, I, I don't want to say women bring it up, uh, but let's just say that there's a lot of women that are equally participants in all this um, so-called sexism, okay? And here's a good a good example. Our Artist of the Week, I got Sabrina Salerno. Oh. Deborah Salerno, okay? My boy. She's known as Sabrina. Uh, she was born in 1968, an Italian singer, songwriter, uh, actress, yes. model, television presenter, okay? Um, she's sold over 20 million records worldwide One song. in the United States, in fact, and she's done a number of things in English, okay? Mm-hmm. And her whole thing is to be known as a sex symbol. I mean, uh-huh. that's her whole thing, to be known as a sex symbol. In fact, we're going to play you her number 
Well, I wouldn't say it's her number one song. She's had many big hits. But it was her first breakthrough song, which is called Sexy Girl. Uh-huh. Yes, I remember. Sexy Girl. That was her, her, her breakthrough song. But one of her, the big songs that she that was like one of the top songs throughout Europe, the thing was like in the top, uh, top ten uh, in Europe was the song Hot Girl. Okay, and oh, okay. Girl, sexy girl. They, they sound about the same, so I figured I would just play one because uh, they're both kind of you know have the same type yes. of here. But here you go. So this shows you that the women sometimes can be just as much to blame. Okay, here you go by Sabrina, the song "Sexy Girl," our artist of the week.
Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. This is Tony Lastello with the Italian Radio Show. Every day, 20 veterans take their own lives. That's 20 too many. You need help? Want to end veteran suicide? Go to SaveVetLives.org to learn more. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land in Austin with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. I'd never built a still before, so I did some research and designed and built my own pot stills based on Prohibition-era bust photos I found in the library. I didn't know then that this was kind of the start of the American craft distilling movement right here in Austin, Texas. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hello folks, we are back with much more Italian radio right here on the ABC News and Talk Radio Network with KMET in the beautiful Palm Springs area. Now we have a very, very special guest. This is a guy uh, we have a lot of fun with every year because this guy, in terms of it, the Italians on the West Coast, this guy knows how it is. This guy wrote the book when it comes to horse racing. None other but Mr. Joe LaDuca. Hey, Joe, you there? Hey, it's so fun. It's so much fun to be here, and I just love you guys. Yes, I'm here. Well, we love you too, Joe, and I know that uh, you always uh, – come out and uh, do a great job for us talking about this wonderful event that we're going to be uh, sponsoring. The Italian Radio Show is actually sponsoring, as we do each year, Italian Day at the Races, which takes place on September 5th, always the Sunday of Labor Day weekend, at the Emerald Downs Racetrack in Auburn, Washington, just between Seattle and Tacoma up there. Always a great and fun time. And, you know, interestingly... The horse racing, in terms of Italians, goes back centuries. I mean, we go back like 2,000 years. If you really want to get technical on this, you can go back to the ancient chariot racing that took place, uh, actually, even before the Roman Empire. You go all the way back to the Greeks, and the Greeks kind of you know, did the chariot racing. The Romans then got involved because of the Greeks, and they had the, you know, the, the big events, what they were called circus Maximus in ancient Rome, the biggest circus ever in the world. Uh, 200,000 people would show up for these chariot races. And, of course, I mean, we've all seen the movie Ben-Hur and all these other things, you know, Gladiator, where they have the chariot racing at the Coliseums. It's really a part of our history. I know, Joe, didn't you at one point, you were trying to get um, Emerald Downs to do like something like that, like a chariot race. Whatever happened with that? Well, it was too difficult. Uh, you know, think about it. 
chariot racing. Uh, first of all, you got to get the chariots. <laughs> anyway, yeah. it just didn't work out. But we were, we were, it was exciting to talk about it. Now, Marcia, I know they have things in Italy, but I, I, of all these races in Italy, I've never heard of them actually continuing to have a chariot race there. Do you know any of that? No. Well, like I say, I left a long time ago, so I, the only one I know, uh, chariot, I hear from you. You give me that news, Tony. Tell me more about it. <laughs> yeah, well, the only thing that I know that, of course, chariot racing was extremely dangerous uh, you know, because people were constantly getting thrown out of the chariot. They were getting dragged on the ground, run over, stumbled by the horses. Um, I'm not sure it says the first chariot race happened 2,000 years B.C. So that goes back, you know, a long time even before the Roman Empire in Central Asia, went to Hungary, went to Greece, and eventually made its way to Rome. I'm not sure when the last chariot race was, uh, or if there is even anything they do anywhere in the world now for fun, or just for, for a spectacular. Um, for my time, because I don't remember. So it would be interesting to know that. But, you know, getting back to modern-day Italy, uh, right. interestingly, the horse racing has continued right up to this day, although not obviously with chariots anymore, but they have some great events um, the ones that I know, uh, the, 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 one of the big ones here is called the Grand Premio that's in Murano each year. It says it's the top race held. It's every September in the town of um, Merano, um, which is up north. Kind of, that's up somewhere around where, where your town is, isn't it? Close to my town, yes. Couple it hours. started, said, in 1935, and um, it usually has about 13,000 people who come out there are uh, 24 obstacles that the horses have to jump or go around or, you know, make their way around within the, uh, the, the course of this race. The winner takes home a purse of $275,000. So that's a pretty good payday uh, for the winner there. Um, I should change my job. Yeah, no kidding. There's another race in Capua, uh, the Premio Vittoria. Uh, this takes place as, uh, in September, October every year. But the really big one that is really popular and is publicized all over the world, what's that one, uh, Marcia? Well, the one I know that I heard a lot is the Palio di Siena. That's the uh, one, Palio. Palio di Siena. Palio di Siena, right? Palio so di Siena. It's beautiful. I know they take weeks to prepare it because they are in the Right in the center, historical center. In the right, right. Yeah, they race right around the town square, don't they? Right. It's huge. This a really huge plaza. It's beautiful. And they have plenty of space for put chairs. You know, they put the dirt in there on the ground. And all the um, people. It looks like they, they attract literally up to a, like 100,000 tourists. Oh, yeah. come out to see this race every summer. Uh, and it's quite a, a pageant. The interesting thing about it, i got to tell you this. I'm reading this, okay? Here's the interesting thing about this race. Okay, think about it. They, they go for months preparing for this. they got 100,000 tourists to come out, okay? But yet, you only have 10 riders. They only go around the square three times in the race, so the whole thing lasts for like a minute and a half, and then you're done. <laughs> for all that hoopla. 
Hey, you make a lot of show for one minute, okay? It makes a lot of show, I guess, yeah. <laughs> a lot of tourists. But it's nice to see the, the one that the riders have dressed up appropriate for the colors. So it's beautiful to see that too. I mean, to be in the center and see that, it's you feeling like you're living the past. I think it's nice for three minutes. It's a nice uh, adventure to feel it, to do it. So, Joe, I know you're going to be going to Italy here. Uh, so are you planning to go to any of these races? I am. So tell us which one you're going to go to. I think you mentioned a couple different races at a couple different times of the year, like the summer and then the fall. Yeah, so yes. I have, to, I have to figure all this out, but uh, I'll know more after September uh, 15th when I have a meeting. Well, you so have anyway, to keep no, us posted because when you go there, we're going to want to have a have your report back on how it was to be at one of these places live. I might, I might even bring back a senorita. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <want> to, uh... <laughs> so let's talk now about let, let's now talk about uh, our event coming up, Italian Day at the races, September fifth at the Emerald. Downs Racetrack in Auburn, Washington. That's just halfway between Seattle and Tacoma. Wonderful, wonderful country location there. We do it every Labor Day Sunday every year. Uh, wonderful race. Uh, the first race starts at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I think goes to around 6, 6.30 in the evening. Just a fun day. Tony and the Goombas, the ABC Italian radio show band from KMET, will be out there playing all day in between races next to the winter circles. Uh, and, of course, they're going to have prize drawings. They're going to have a pizza-eating contest by Sorelli Pizza, Italian beer and wine. we got our very own Assunta Napoleone, who has been with us here as a co-host on the show a number of times. She's putting together Italian gypsy dancing. They're going to call themselves Zingara Urbano, Zingara Umbano, the uh, urban gypsies. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, doing dances from Sicily and from Calabria. And, of course, you can't go wrong by having David Madrid down there. He's going to be our MC. He comes down every year, just a great MC for us down there. And then, Joe, you're going to be there all day long, and you're going to be uh, – you got the bocce going this year, right? Yeah, bocce, very, very popular. Every year we we, we have a bocce ball court up on the sixth floor that weighs a ton, and uh, we just have uh, open to the public. And we've got all the, uh, the Italians from the, the, uh, area that, that, that have a competition. But it's, uh, it's very, it's very popular. Chairs all around. Everybody can watch it and visit there. It's a great event. That's a blast. Now, the big thing is, the big thing, you are the man to go to. I mean, you are the guy who knows about how to bet on the horses, especially for somebody who's like a novice, you know, we have people coming out to this event and they don't go to the, you know, the track a lot and they're going to want to know like, okay, what should they do? How should they bet on these horses so they can have fun and maybe win a few bucks? So what would you tell them? All right. Now for this particular event, Italian Day, come see me. When you go in, say, mm-hmm. I want to see Joe LaDuca and I will have the picks, my picks for the day. The thing we look well, to explain a little bit about handicapping. The most important thing to look for is speed. Speed. With, you look at the, the racing form and you look at uh, the past performances and you look for the ones on the front. That means the horses in front. You know, one, 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 one. That's the gotcha, way gotcha. The start of the race. Then the next thing is off the pace. That means horses will run close to the lead and then have something kicking at the end. 
Now, the other thing is jockeys. Jockeys are so important. Jockeys have agents just like movie stars have agents. And usually the best uh, jockeys get the best horses. Not always, but most of the time. So it's important to look at the standings. Who's, who is the leading rider? Who are, who are the top five leading riders? And then who's hot for the last couple of weeks? Those are, those are two very important things. If you're going to look at only two things, you look for speed and you look for jockeys. Who's riding the horses? Gotcha, gotcha. So then uh, you can, there's three ways to bet. You can bet to um, to win, to uh, place, or show, right? So tell us that. Win is first, place is second, show is third. They're all $2 bets. So if you bet the horse to win, it's got to win. If you bet the horse to place, it's got to run first or second. You bet the horse to show, it's got to run first, second, or third. Gotcha. So obviously you have more chances to win if you bet show, but you're not going to win as much. If you bet when and it comes in, then you're going to win more. Yeah, I, know, I never tell somebody to bet show because say you bet $2 to show and the horse runs first, second, or third, might pay $2.20, $2.40. Yeah. I think it's very good economics to risk $2 to make 40 cents. Yeah, no kidding. So now I hear you had an exciting day there yesterday. You had the, uh, the, well, the Emerald Downs Mile, right? Joe, I think we lost you. Think we lost him. Well, I think we lost our connection there with Joe Laduca, but you know, Joe is a great guy. He's going to be down there at the racetrack. When you get there, folks, make sure you talk to him. And he gave us some great advice there, don't you think, Marcia? I mean, you know, you look for speed of the horse, and that mm-hmm. way you look at the, the 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 racing form to see how many times they've won in the past and come in number one, and then you look at the jockeys and then see which of the jockeys are the best. And you kind of put the two together. You also look at which horses were always close. Maybe gave a spurt at the end. Uh, and it sounds like it would be a blast, you know, just a blast. And then we talked about the bocce yet. It'd be bocce. Yeah, they're going to have bocce there. They're going to have Italian beer and wine, Italian dancers with mm-hmm. Asunta, the peach eating contest. David Madrill will be there as the MC, And, of course, uh, I'll be there with the band and Tony and the Goombas all day long playing Folks, you got to come down to this great, great event, Italian Day at the Races, taking place September 5th at the Emerald Downs uh, racetrack there in Auburn, Washington, between Tacoma and Seattle. Always a great time on Labor Day Sunday. First race starts at 2 o'clock, goes till 6. You're going to be out down there having a blast all day long with your host here from the Italian Radio Show. We're going to be right back after this quick word from our sponsors with a lot more Italian Radio. Don't go away. La Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. This is Tony LaStella with the Italian Radio Show. Every day, 20 veterans take their own lives. That's 20 too many. You need help? Want to end veteran suicide? Go to SaveVetLives.org to learn more. 
Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971. Beginning as an olive import company, PFI has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the Pacific Northwest, servicing restaurants, grocers, manufacturers, and caterers. Family-owned and operated, PFI stocks a wide variety of cured meats, specialty cheeses from around the world, and a vast range of Mediterranean products. PFI's service area includes the greater Puget Sound region and Portland, Oregon. Situated in North Kent, PFI has a central location allowing for efficient service and delivery, as well as convenient will-call pickups for established customers in Seattle. Pacific Food Importers Incorporated is committed to providing quality products at competitive prices to the food service industry of the Pacific Northwest. Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Hi, I'm Tito Beverage, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. When I got into this business, I used to make flavored vodka infusions for my friends as gifts. When I started to make a go of it, the owner of a local liquor store showed me the dust on some flavored vodka bottles that sat on the shelves. He said, if you can make a straight vodka so smooth that you could drink it just by itself, then you'd really have something. So I did. And now all these years later, we still only make one flavor, vodka flavored vodka. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Folks, we're going to take a 10-second break to allow our affiliate stations across the country to give you their station identification. You're listening to West Coast Italian Radio. Broadcasting on KMET 1490 in Palm Springs, part of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. We're all set for Italian Dead the Races with a song you're sure to hear played by Tony and the Goombas while we're there. Mark Montanino's rendition of Just a Gigolo, our song of the week. Oh, just a gigolo, gigolo. and everywhere I go, gigolo. the people know the part I'm playing. Gigolo, gigolo, gigolo. I pay for every dance, I sell in each romance,
Now it's time for us to do our event calendar. Uh, and there's so many great events that are happening throughout the western United States. Um, there's almost too many for us to cover. So we're just going to talk about kind of the main ones uh, that we want everybody to know about. Folks, if you have an event that you would like to have us list on our event calendar, please send the information to us. Go to our website, wcir.biz, and you can email us from there. And uh, send us your event. Uh, the big events we'll cover here on the show, but we will list all of the events that we can on our schedule online there. So these are the biggies that are coming up over the next couple of months. Now, a big one up north. We're going to keep going up north to Seattle. Uh, this is a lot of fun every year. That's Italian Heritage Night at the Mariners at T-Mobile Park up there in Seattle. The proceeds from this are going to benefit Festa Italiana, and it's always a lot of fun. They always give out some type of souvenir. they got Italian stuff going on at the stadium. Uh, I think they got bocce. they got other things, Italian food. So make sure you check it out. Go to the Mariners' website for your ticket information. On Sunday, September 5th, you got Italian Day at the Races. Emerald Downs Racetrack in Auburn, Washington. 
going to be a great event there. This is one that is going to be partially sponsored by West Coast Italian Radio here. And we're going to have the ABC KMET Italian Radio Show Band, Tony and the Goombas, out of Palm Springs. will be playing all day long there at the festival. You get to come down and meet uh, your hosts down there. We're going to have David Madrid, our founder, as the MC. going to be a lot of fun. they got Italian pizza eating. they got Italian girls dancing. Uh, they got Italian beer and wine. I got to tell you, it's, it's always a great time there. And in fact, in the past, in fact, Marcy, you know, uh, they've named, they've nicknamed the horses on that day after um, Italian names. Like they call the horse meatball, or they're called one lasagna. So it kind of right. makes it all that much more fun. You give those nicknames. Right. Then we move back down here to uh, Southern California. We're going to be in Monterey. I, I know that you used to live in Monterey, uh, Marcy, and you, yeah. you, you love that area I there. Love it. It's beautiful. Yes, yeah, Italia Fisherman's Festival. We have many fans, uh, fans down in the Monterey area that we love through the Sons of Italy down there. And uh, they're going to have this on September 10th, Friday, September 10th, to Tuesday, September 14th. So it's you know, quite a long festival. They're going to do everything you can think of. they got great food, great drinks, great entertainment, uh, just a lot of fun dancing in the streets, uh, Italian cuisine, fun and friendship, something you don't want to miss. All right, moving on is the uh, toward the end of September, we're going to stay up in the northwest, is the 34th Annual Festa Italiana at Seattle Center. Folks, this is a big one, one of the biggest Italian festivals on the coast. Fun for the entire family. They got a bocce tournament. They got an Italian car show. They got celebrity chefs. They got great Italian food and wine, and of course, live music all weekend, featuring our Italian All Star Dance Saturday night, sponsored in part by the Italian Radio Show here, with the ABC KMET Italian Radio Band out of Palm Springs leading that dance with the other All Stars from Festa. Yes, Tony and the Goombas will be there, and we'll have a booth all. Weekend long, so make sure that you come out to that festival and have some fun with Marcy and I. Visit our booth and stay for the show Saturday night. Also, I must mention to you that we have the Grape Stomp. This is always a lot of fun. They have this amazing Grape Stomp they do every year at this festival up there. So if you want to find out more about signing up for this Grape Stomp, it's, you win prizes, you win wine. It's, it's, it's absolutely a blast. Please visit FestaSeattle.com. FestaSeattle.com, you can learn more about that. A couple more to go. The first weekend in October, the Los Angeles Italian Festival down in Hollywood and Highland in L.A. A great Italian festival with our friends down in the Los Angeles area. And last but not least, ending our festival season with a big one in Reno, Nevada, the 2021 Reno Italian Festival at the El Dorado Hotel and Casino. Always do a great, great time down there. They transfer they transformed downtown Reno into Little Italy. Many, many great uh, bands play down there every year. Uh, and it's just they, they, it's just fun. The whole town is like being in Little Italy. So there are your festivals. Always a lot of fun. And we want to remind people we have a great, great after-hours show. Tell them what the name of our after-hours show is, Marzia. Well, it's Italian Radio, Luce Rossa. So Luce Rossa, the mm-hmm. red light show. This should tell you right there. It's Italian radio after hours. 
by subscription only. You've got to be 18 and up to get it. Go to our website, wcir.biz. You click, can click on the link there to sign up. And we basically cover all the themes we do in our regular show here on ABC. But being we're Italian, we cover them a little more graphically, let's just say, with some interesting guests and stuff. And it's just a blast. That's what's going on. We go more deep, more information, so... And more graphically. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, that's our show for today. And we sure appreciate all of our listeners all around the country, whatever station or affiliate you're listening to us on, or if you're listening to us, uh, if you're streaming us, or listening to us in archive, of course, you can do that on our website at WCIR.biz. Uh, otherwise, we broadcast here live every Monday from the beautiful KMET studios with ABC News and Talk Radio out of Palm Springs. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next week with another show. Ciao a tutti. While rain is falling.